Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! Alright, so come on down to wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Hi friends, the world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. It is mind-blowing. And heartbreaking. How many original scripts are written every year but are never made? So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! Happy Snowflake Day! <laughs> Dude, I gotta start with this question. Is this your first yeah. experience watching anything tied to Clone High? No, I, okay. I do like vaguely remember this show existing. Uh, we talked about this on a past show. I did watch some of the different animation that MTV was putting out at the time. I was a really big fan of Undergrads, as yeah. we talked about before. But Clone High is one that I have vague memories of okay so i fucking love this show yeah i think this show is a masterpiece i think that this is the early signs of how brilliant phil lord and chris miller were going to be and the yeah. fact that we're finally getting more clone high in the coming months and or years uh makes me so excited so i have a shit ton of notes i wrote down i'm just gonna rock through these notes dude in order and we will just talk go dude. for it go All for right. it first things first the thing i love about clone high is that it is such a brilliant parody of shitty teen drama, especially yeah. from the 2000s. So you do that previously yeah, on... Previously on Clone High. And then you get into this banger of a theme song from it's Abandoned good. Pools, uh, which was the side project of the original bassist of the band Eels. Abandoned Pools does 95% of the music in the show. The guy has a really... It, it, it almost sounds like Weird Al. 
like, like a little his bit voice you would fucking love this band like okay. check out their first album humanistic i think you would become a huge abandoned pools fan weirdly not a christian band but did release an album on tooth and nail like Ooh. five albums deep they put an ep out on tooth and nail theme song rules so let me start here what do you know about the show like do you know the basic premise of who the characters are like yeah, the, the I, I knew that they were they were clones of you got Abraham Lincoln, Cleopatra, Joan of Arc, Gandhi. What about um, Principal Scudworth? That no. Okay. No, I don't know so, who that is. So Principal Scudworth is the person who's writing a end of the year letter throughout the show. That's kind of the framework of the uh commercial bumpers is him writing this long, agonizing letter. He's the person who created all the clones. He was hired by uh, shadowy government figures to clone all of the greatest world leaders and thus the setup of the thing. So he's writing a letter to somebody and that's where he introduces that this is going to be the first snowflake day after we've eliminated all of the other holidays and created the non-offensive, all-inclusive snowflake day. And what I love about that is like, they all act like they've had snowflake days in the past <laughs> for years, for years. Yeah. This is like snowflake this is day is a tradition. Snowflake day. Oh my God. So I love, we get Gandhi jumping in. Did any of these voices sound familiar to you, by the way, because it's a stacked no. voice acting cast. No. Okay. Like, I don't know. Okay. So here, let me pull up just so I can make sure that I'm nailing all of this. Okay. So Bill Lawrence of scrubs produced this okay. show. The thing right. that was recently revealed was that the budget was so low on Clone High that so Scrubs was filmed in an actual hospital. Okay. So like they found an old abandoned hospital, turned it into like a multi-functioning studio where they had like editing bays in the hospital. They had like storage in the hospital. They even had apartments in the hospital for like actors and guest stars to sleep in. Holy so shit. they converted the basement into an animation studio and they were secretly producing Clone High while they were filming scrubs so Damn. they would just send scrubs cast members downstairs to do voiceovers throughout the show but will forte is the voice of abe lincoln he's the voice of the narrator as well on the show yeah. joan of arc is voiced by nicole sullivan from mad tv gandhi is voiced by michael mcdonald from mad from tv, MAD -TV. Yeah. cleopatra is voiced by christina miller which is bill lawrence's wife who plays dr cox's wife on scrubs yep. and yep. then the big one is Donald Faison voiced like half the characters in this yeah. episode that we watched. He's the voice of Toots. He's like a ton of random voices because he I guess they weren't filming a lot of Turk when they were making this episode. So they kept sending him downstairs. But we get introduced to Gandhi, who is the reason why the show got canceled. Uh, really? People were very offended by the portrayal of Gandhi as Gandhi is like this crazy party animal. <laughs> but he shows up and he's so excited. So Joan of Arc is not looking forward to Snowflake Day. Gandhi is you and I, baby. Oh, yeah. He comes running in. He's like, yo, happy Snowflake Day. This year's mascot is Snowflake Jack. He's going to send us spices for all of our good behavior. He's like, got to go. There's going to be the traditional lighting of the snowman. And as he runs off, the most Dylan and Matt thing is he runs off and he's just going, bong, 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 bong. Like, like, <laughs> but what I love is that every time that you think that Snowflake Day couldn't be more absurd, they just casually drop another piece of Snowflake Day. So as soon as he runs off, already introducing that the mascot is Snowflake Jack, yep. that he's a pirate, and that yep. he brings you spices for good behavior, and that they're doing a traditional lighting of a snowman, Abe Lincoln and Cleopatra walk, and he's like, hey, Cleo, you got... <laughs> You gonna get one of your traditional lamb snowflake day lamb tacos? <laughs> like, 
Like, it is so insane. And then the other thing that they do, they're parroting all these, like, trashy Dawson's Creek, Beverly Hills, 90210 type shows. So they have to do the guest star in this episode. And it's Mandy Moore. And they introduce Mandy Moore into this show. Voiced by Mandy Moore. Voiced by Mandy Moore. And there's this constant (laughs) thing where Joan of Arc is just like, are you Mandy Moore? Are you Mandy Moore? But she has this one line where... (laughs) Joan of Arc is complaining about Snowflake Day and the spices and Mandy Moore goes, those lucky kids with their spices, spices. I have to eat the salt that they sprinkle on the street <laughs> when the road freezes. I like Joan's response. It's like, oh, you too being greedy. <laughs> it's so good because it's literally just playing on like every like Scrooge like it's every Christmas special cliche. Yeah. Then it leads to what is the thing that I think about more than anything when I think about the show, which is when they show the claymation snowflake jack special. Oh my where- god, Dreidelstein is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> so I wrote down so much stuff. I that scene took me five minutes to watch because I kept pausing it to write down stuff. Yeah. So yeah, they introduce it starts off with Snowflake Jack, and he's about to make Santa Claus, King Kwanzaa, and Dreidelstein walk the plank. And Dreidelstein's just like, Dreidelstein, sorry, Gimmel. <laughs> but there's two lines that show up. And like the one is like Santa Claus, who's also voiced by Donald Faison. Yeah. Says something along the lines where he's like, we're sorry. We should have never been a bad holiday. And he's like, it wasn't that you were bad. You were just specific. Yep, Specificity be the enemy of unity. <laughs> and now let us all join in in a traditional all religions are equally valid snowflake day celebratory cabbage patch. This is the world liberals want, guys. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. This yeah. show is legitimately one of the funniest cartoons that has ever been produced. And this one. We kind of lucked out because I forgot that this is like one of the goriest episodes that they've ever done of Clone High. Yeah, it is, dude. It keeps uh, slicing open his face oh over and God. over away. Abe and uh, like Cleo says to Abe, I want something expensive. Yeah. And, and Abe's like, all right. So they do what? What did he say? Any American does. And what, what a good get, Christian what does. Good I'm going to do this does. the Christian way and get a job. Get a job. <laughs> <laughs> so him and uh, Gandhi go get jobs. Well, they're working at a restaurant. Yeah. And Gandhi's complaining that he has to keep bringing knives and forks to people. Yeah. And he wishes that if only there was a way that he could bring one utensil instead of two. So they try to create the Nork, which is a knife fork combo. And it is just like. When they do the first taste test and Abe slices his cheek open and he's just talking and it's just like this flapping piece of skin on the side of his face. It's so horrifying to look at even in an animation segment. And then they do like they just keep getting it so over the top to the point that it is like a giant gas powered tank on your back that you have to like drive with a foot pedal. And they're doing this very like the music man type production mm-hmm. to show how easy it is to use. And Abe falls off screen and it is just gallons of blood <laughs> spraying on Gandhi <laughs> as he's still standing with like a Vanna White stance. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's like those little bits that kill me towards the end of the episode where <laughs> Cleopatra gifts Abe Lincoln a nork yeah. <laughs> and it's the only one in existence yeah, that he made exactly so he, he knows she fished it out of the trash and he yells at her and the way that will forte delivers 
the following dialogue change up. And he just goes, I want you to think about what you've done. And I'm going to go get some bite-sized wieners. And then it's immediately, <laughs> oh, bite-sized bite wieners. wieners. <laughs> like, so excited. But Joan of Arc has put razor, razor blades, blades in it. So in he it. bites into it. And he's screaming. And he just goes, why do I keep cutting open my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Alright, so come on down to, su- wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Hi friends, the world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. It's so good. But then there's this part where, where Gandhi explains to Abe, you should do something from the heart make her something yeah. and he starts making her a kind of shitty macaroni uh, yeah. silhouette thing but there's a song that's playing underneath him that's very beautiful and it's by this south african artist named james stewart so he had two songs in this show okay. uh, this one's not as memorable so they did an episode you'll notice every previously on or like at the start they'll say like on a very special episode of clone high like yeah. every episode is a parody of a very special episode of a teen show. Yeah. They did an episode called Litter Kills Literally. And in that episode, they introduced Ponce de Leon, who had never been in the show up until this point. And he's voiced by Luke Perry. So they're getting in that like Beverly Hills 90210 vibe. And he's the coolest kid in town. And he loves littering so much. Like he's just (laughs) like, like he thinks it's the coolest thing. And then he's left by himself one day and he slips on a banana peel, smashes his head against the bottle, starts bleeding out. A plastic bag wraps around his head. (laughs) A bunch of like he just gets like massacred by the litter. So he was JFK's best friend and JFK is grieving. And there's a scene where he's like sitting down, looking at the water, thinking about his dead friend. But they play this legitimately beautiful song called like the meaning of goodbye, where it's like. There's a hole you left inside me, a broken-hearted souvenir, filled with memories that you left behind that remind me you were here. <laughs> like it's like such a like serious song yeah. for this cartoon ridiculousness. And like hardcore fans like me have been trying to find this song forever. Yeah. I found it today on really? his band camp. He uploaded it during the pandemic. And I I want to read to you what he wrote. He put up an album called okay. The Clone The Clone High Demos, and it was the two songs that made it into yeah. Clone High. And he said, 
I was thrilled that I heard that two of my songs, demos at the time, were selected for a brand new animated series called Clone High. It was never screened in my home country of South Africa, so I had no idea of the level of popularity and following that the series had. Years later, I was very surprised to see, I must confess, I was Googling myself, some grainy screen grab videos with my song and so many comments wondering, where can I find this song? And did this artist even exist? And if so, how shitty is his marketing that they can't that they somehow managed to bury a song on the World Wide Web? <laughs> Besides a few sheepish comments and apologies of my own directed to anyone interested, directing anyone interested to my band camp, I gratefully and was pleased to see a fantastic support of downloads from all around the world. Forgetting, yes, that I can be slow on the uptake, that I had released both of these songs and made a bunch of production and instrumentation changes from what would later be the final versions for my album release in 2010. So I had to really rack my brain to come up with an answer for a fan who had tracked me down and pointed out that the differences from the former and the latter recordings really made it hard for him to connect with the songs. Eventually, I combed through all of my master tapes and uncovered the original early demos of this song. Sorry that it took two decades for me to get my shit together. The more things change the more they stay the same. Anyway, here we are, the original versions. I hope you enjoy them. That's crazy. Yeah, I love that for him though. That is the that is the Matt Kelly version of uh Silent Night Deadly Night 2. Where like yeah. that guy went missing for like years. 20 years. Yeah, nobody knew where he was. No one knew where he was. Um so the only other two notes that I have is that a very small subplot of the episode is that JFK is working on his Snowflake Day. Okay, all album. right. So I have two things. I have two things that I absolutely adore. Okay. And that's one of them. I love JF King sings the er uh Snowflake Day hits. <laughs> Which because my favorite one is away in a taco, no spice for my lamb. My favorite is it's a Jeff Foxworthy redneck <laughs> snowflake, snowflake day. day. Um, I also like that there's jerky balls. It's like jerky balls, jerky, jerky balls. balls. And then the next one is jerky balls part two. And it's like jerky balls. Oh. <laughs> my second favorite part of this episode involves who quickly became my favorite character and that's toots oh is this the quote that i wrote down as well because that's my last note is it the uh I, joan i thought you were dead i shot you because you wouldn't stop biting me yeah, because he mistakes what is it a lion it's a mountain lion a mountain lion for joan so the thing you have to understand is that toots also voiced by donald Faison, is so with all these clones, they are given to foster families Yeah, and they do a really great job of like making the foster families, the total opposite of these characters. So like JFK lives with two gay men. Oh, okay. Joan, Joan of Arc lives with an old blind jazz musician named Toots and they go out of their way to make plenty of both old blind and black jokes yeah. about Toots. One of my favorite ones is there's an episode where they all get makeovers and they reveal the makeover to Toots and he's staring at a blank wall and he just goes, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, like it's That's like, the next episode, right? Yeah. Where they're like, they get a makeover and they yeah. get a makeover. <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of dumb jokes like that. But yeah, yeah so he is trying to cheer up up Joni because she's lost her snowflake day spirit and like you said this is the first snowflake day and he's yeah. like remember all those snowflake days that we would do the traditional cabbage <laughs> patch together like they just and then they do the cabbage patch <laughs> but she's not doing it. he's like there you go you got it <laughs> but he goes out into the woods to find Joan of Arc when she runs away yeah 
And while he's walking through the woods, he's going, Joni, where are you? And he bumps into a mountain lion and she jumps on him and starts chewing on him. And he goes, goes, "Ah, I knew I'd find you, Joni. (laughs) I'm just happy you're okay. Uh, So then, yeah, she shows up. My friend pointed this out. This is the best line. Yeah. Is like you said, she walks in and he goes, Joni, I thought you were dead. I shot you because you wouldn't stop biting on me. But what's extra funny is that he's wearing the mountain lion like a cape, which throws a thousand questions up there. He thought that that was actually his foster daughter that he's probably wearing as a cape. Oh, so fucking good, dude. It's such a great show. It's such a brilliant show. Um, You should definitely watch the uh, the full series. It's only 13 episodes. They're apparently finally bringing back a second season because the first season ended on a cliffhanger, which oh, was shit. real frustrating for the last 20 years. Yeah. But uh, but here we are. Um, yeah, this was this was huge for me in college. Like, yeah. I watched this when it aired when I was a junior in high school. Yeah. And then I remembered of his existence and I hit up Pirate Bay and was able to download all of the episodes because MTV only aired the first six episodes. The rest of the show was like a giant mystery. And this I was, was like, this- Matt Kelly, peak piracy, soul patch, long hair, sort of. <laughs> because after I watched all the illegal downloaded ones, I immediately yeah. tried to find a DVD and I was able to buy one from Canada. So I was like, all right, now okay, I own these because I am not a thief. I am a sampler. Use, I use Pirate Bay to sample and then purchase. Yeah. But yeah, so okay. this became one of those things that I showed to a bunch of my friends my freshman year yeah. of college. and. When I tell you that, like, so much random shit became part of our vernacular, like, this episode specifically, we would quote that Joni line just out of context all the time. Just be like, oh, my God, I thought you were dead. I shot you because you wouldn't stop <laughs> bothering me. Like, it's like stupid lines like that. We would, my one buddy, Dan, would literally just be like, bomb, 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 bomb. Like, he would, like, walk yeah. through the hallway. Like, we were obnoxious. We were obnoxious kids. We were the nerds at a college filled with yeah. nerds. So it was we were really in our zone. But like this show was so important to me. And it's a show that I like continue to show to people in my life because it is like right up there with like Daria and Scrubs. Like this is one of the most watched shows in my life. In life. And and I can quote it like the way that some people can quote like Simpsons and Seinfeld episodes by verbatim. Yeah. Like if someone gives me the setup to a clone high joke, I got the follow up line like locked and loaded, yeah. ready to go. Um, well, dude, so- I'm definitely gonna check out the whole thing. Um, it's for those of you that are curious, it's all up on YouTube. There is a channel on YouTube I th- called. I think it's on HBO Max too. Is it really? Okay. Because I think HBO Max is where they're gonna air the second season. Oh, cool. Okay. Or Paramount so- Plus, one of those. Some some channel, some streaming finally got it's it. It's available. Yeah, you can find it. You can find it and you can watch it. Um, yeah. And it is it is very funny. And especially if you grew up on those like Dawson's Creek, Gilmore Girls, like all of those teen centric shows that were, you know, aimed at kids and every episode felt like a very special episode of yeah. like it nails that tone in in a, in a beautiful way and filled with great guests. I am guest curious if they're and apparently this is a question across the Internet, if they're going to bring Gandhi back. I hope that they do. I feel like they have to. But we'll see. Yeah. We will find we will, out, dude. But um, thank you, thank you for for your introduction of Clone High. Because, like absolutely. I said, I remember, I, I vaguely remember it. Like I knew the the premise. I've seen these characters before, but I had never watched an episode. So, well, and I like I said, uh, the band 
uh, abandoned pools makes up a large chunk of the music of the show. Yeah. But just to give you a quick uh, idea, uh, a few of the other bands that are included in these 13 episodes include, but not limited to, Alkaline Trio, American Football, Catch-22, Taking Back Sunday, The Stereo, Saves the Day, Hot Rod Circuit, Thursday, Dashboard Confessional, The Get Up Kids, Snap Case, and then a bunch of bands I've never heard of. Damn. But, but the point being, <laughs> it is a very pop-punk, emo, yeah, Midwest, hardcore-centric show. Uh, and Dylan, there's only one last thing to say, and that is happy Snowflake Day, buddy. Happy Snowflake Day, dude. May Snowflake Jake bring you all of the greatest spices. <laughs> Yarg! Whoa. Oh, whoa, oh, 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 now we won't stop till the big ball drops on New Year's. Happy, happy, happy holiday. Have a great, great, great holiday. Have a merry, 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 happy holiday. Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! <laughs> Alright, so come on down to- su- wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Hi friends, the world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.